0: The sun rose slowly over the mountains in the east, its rays of light trickling down onto the surface of the sea directly south of Mavenor. They crawled across the sand of the shoreline and angled up the walls of Mavenor's majestic palace, sending light glittering along the mica-chipped surface of the stone. From a distance, the city appeared to rise from the sand and shadows like a mirage, shimmering in the heat of the new day. From where Onestus lay, however, the warmth seemed a thousand miles away. He rested on a pile of pillows that somehow failed to prevent the aching in his bones. He was tucked in beneath a pile of soft furs and blankets that failed equally against the chill of the early morning air. He stared out the window, dreading the moment when he'd have to slide his legs over the side of the bed, entrust himself to servants, and dress for the day. Onestus was a tall man, broad of shoulder and thick-boned. His hair, once a magnificent dark mane, had mostly turned to gray. His eyes, still sharp and filled with life, were the focus of a weakened visage. They diverted attention from his failing body to his active mind, and aided him with the illusion of health he sought to weave. The aches were worse in the morning. By noon, he'd be able to stand upright and walk without a limp. Careful planning had removed much of the activity from his day, and his closest guards and attendants, the only others who were aware of his condition, were loyal and vigilant. Despite all of this, Onestus knew that it was only a matter of time before the truth would have to be revealed he was old he was tired and now he was ill he would not be king of mavenor forever and without a new king without the right king the city might fall the door to his chamber opened and a slender young man entered He wore a simple dark tunic without adornment. His hair, the same gold as the sunlight, glimmered richly. Onestus caught his eye, and the boy smiled. "'Good morning, sire,' the boy said. He held a tray of fresh fruit and bread, and he carried it to the table beside Onestus' bed. "'I've brought your breakfast.' Good morning, Talmik, Onesta said. I'm not really hungry. And yet you must eat, Talmik replied. Today is important. Have you forgotten that you were scheduled to meet with the scribes? There are rumors of a breakthrough in the translation. Mm. There are always rumors, Onesta muttered. They spread rumors, so I won't question them incessantly on their progress." Talmik stood silently and waited. Onestis sighed and pushed back the covers, bracing himself for the cool air. He was almost disappointed when he found that the sun, just creeping over the sill of his great window, had warmed the air considerably. The chill never came. And a few moments later, he was seated by that window, sipping hot tea, eating breakfast, and watching the city below come to life. In the distance, he saw two groups of soldiers drilling, some facing off against one another with swords and spears, others targeting man-sized bales of dried grass with bows and crossbows. He could hear their shouts floating on the light breeze. Armor and weapons glittered in the sunlight and flashed as the soldiers simulated battle after battle.